0: series of the course. Very excited that we're starting again and very honored that we are able to do this. Thank God, healthy, well, and with the hope that this year will be uh, for the Jewish year and 2022, which was still in 2021, will be an even more blessed year of, of good news with hopefully uh, the healing of people generally, so we don't have to be able to do everything on this online platform and we can meet more in person. The good news this series will include a trip to the New, to New York, um, before that Miami and to the UK so I will personally have the pleasure, whoever wants to meet up or if we do it uh, uh, on Zoom as well, that's also good but I will be available somehow or another in Miami and New York and in the UK to meet in person with some of our Zula friends and that's up to the Pulver Family, if they're available as well, it would be amazing to see people actually in person, it would be an honour, Oh man! and uh, yeah, and then we can see what, you know, see what's behind the screen. Um, right. <laughs> thank God, I think we're all going to be pleasantly surprised once we actually see each other in person, I have no doubt that, thank God, we're all going to be able to get on in a really uh, fabulous way and the point of doing another series of this course is because honestly we really only just touched on how crucial unity is for our generation as the title is being given over very cleverly by Pulver Edu, our host that the divisive generation is not just a you know a nice line or a nice title for a class or a course it's an actual sickness or challenge in real time that's actually affecting in a real way, in a literal way, the political process, it's affecting our daily lives and how they're constructing all the new policies of, uh, for example, with corona, um, economic policies, the lack of communication, the lack of unity, the lack of soul connection is affecting how we educate our children and the future generations, how we deal with the environment. Um, Obviously, I keep this politically free, generally, hopefully, I I aim to, Um, but the point is by getting the, the foundational points here really clear, to the point where it's so part of our life, so on our minds, so we react rather not to react, but we actually proactively deal with life and not react. See, even we have to go over it to the point where we change our language a little bit. We don't want to react. We want to be proactive to our life, to our realities. And that's going to be today's discussion. Specifically, as it's the first point in the course, we did go through this originally in a more overview kind of way. We introduced the concept. But I want to really get into in and in a not just a proactive way, but also in a inclusive way, very important that whoever joins the course in real time is actually communicating while we're recording, while we're doing this, and this hour is for you, not just for me, it's an interactive opportunity to really help each other, and my belief is since we are part of United Souls, we're all one soul, and that is the foundation of the course, in essence that we're all connected on a soul level, all of us, all of humanity and we have a purpose as humankind and it gives us hopefully a feeling of happiness and fulfillment which is already a big head start when you look out there the lack of fulfillment, the lack of happiness, the lack of purpose we're already just by tuning into the soul level just on the basic fundamental level we're already clear in our process and we have ability to now go into life with a bigger vision so that's the foundation of the course the United Souls and my hope is that, and belief is that whoever is here is meant to be here and whoever isn't is meant to not be here and therefore what we talk about and discuss and grow together will help us develop to become more united and we'll see that the energy created here even if it's a small number but it will grow exponentially because it's something in a true level and an essential level I truly, in a wholehearted level, feel this is real and logically know this is real, rationally know this is real. If anyone wants to discuss the reality of United Souls, I'm happy to do that here as well. Um, you know, We're not here to try to preach anything. We're not here to put any religions forward. We're only here to just clarify that we all have souls and those souls unite on a daily level and it can enhance our quality of life to the point where I ultimately believe I have an g- ultimate vision of everyone uniting together ultimately in a real way, you know, and I'm not just saying kumbaya and getting out the guitar and making a fun little, like, sit by the fire. I'm talking about a glo- on a global level, on a, f- on a level that really impacts the essence of humanity, and it's a, quite a big ideal to walk around with, but it motivates me for everything I do in life, and hopefully gives me ability personally to impact myself. firstly. I can't really influence anyone else until I've sorted myself out. That's part of what we're going to discuss. The first step, once again, is not to become dependent on things but to be independent and that's a personal private victory. And that's in the form of Stephen Covey's clever book The Seven Habits of Truly, of highly effective I changed it to the 10 Habits of Truly Effective People I added three habits and changed the word highly to truly because I feel like truth is a big is a big advantage on just being more effective, it's truly effective to the point where you know it's once again in line with the truth of reality and the truth of our souls so that's a long introduction, I apologize But we're going to get into being proactive today. That is my dream and goal, and it's going to be really the energy that goes into the rest of the course because we have to understand that whatever we're going into in life, we have to have a proactive mindset. Let's just read a little bit what we read last time again and to remind ourselves some of these important points that being proactive is taking ownership of yourself yeah what's reactive anyone's got a definition of what does it mean to be reactive I'll tell you mine blaming and victimhood okay anyone else has any other definitions there are other definitions being proactive using experience as an opportunity being reactive even if technically I have a reason to blame something or someone but not to go down that path meaning you take a choice. Once again, this this is a soul decision. A soul level, the soul level influences us to choose a higher path or a more elevated way of dealing with life. That's the concept that the soul impacts our choice, freedom of choice. Every people discuss this idea, it's obviously a very profound philosophical point of choice and Humanity's ability to choose. We're not going to go too much down that road of destiny and freedom of choice and all these kind of very philosophical religious viewpoints. We're just going to get in a practical sense what we can do right now in our daily life without changing our look or our lifestyle in a drastic way it's an internal thing, that's what I'm concerned about. The internal mental process and emotional process, the way we function as a human being, are we choosing, why is it? Are we choosing from the place of soul or are we choosing from a place of emotional pain? Okay, so who, who wants to say something? I, I'd like to hear from someone. We had, a, we had a request for definitions of proactive and reactive. I'm in, proactive to me is action-oriented. Yeah. So action. it's um, it's thinking
1: outside or thinking beyond just yourself. It's thinking more of a collective we or as a group, maybe a community. um Where reactive, it seems being reactive is more like you said the victimhood. It's more focused on on my issues or my problems or know what I have going on as opposed to the collective united souls idea of it's bigger than just you.
0: Wow, that's that's very interesting because then you've already put like a larger vision into into something which is very personal. Because we're talking here today on a much more personal level, much more on a individual level, of trying to be less dependent on other people, becoming more independent, being more proactive and less reactive and you're allowing us to bring into the daily decisions a much larger goal of the fundamentals like we said the collective aspects of United Souls or you know everyone calls it community which is also the same words as come unity this idea of bringing people together in a universal goal orientated approach you know the, the hope would be that government would do that they'd represent what the people want um, the reality it might be something else um, for all different reasons, which we won 't go into again here, but the rea- the the ideal is that you are what you 're saying Jonathan is exactly the key to the game. if you have the larger goals and we 'll talk about that more next in the next episode, hopefully, uh, so the next series or rather. no, this is a series next episode yeah we 'll talk about that then about goals and mission and dreams, how it impacts our choice and how we become more effective in life but what we really need to do here today is to be very realistic because thinking about other people you know if you go to the online thought leaders nowadays I mean you know there's a long list and I'll bring up a few names just because it just makes it a little bit more relatable but say someone like Tony Robbins yeah I don't know if you've listened to his stuff. I haven't honestly been listening to him recently so much, so I don't know where he's up to date. I have a podcast of his, but his up-to-date mindset is slightly different maybe from when I read his books because people do evolve and change and there's a lot of influencing each other as well amongst the influencer world. So, for example, Deepak Chopra has has influenced a lot. I think people like Tony Robbins and there's a lot of Eastern philosophy there nowadays. But I, I would say that Robbins one of the things he says is that and this is something one of my friends pointed out when we were discussing this whole idea of this course and this whole process that to be honest with yourself remember honesty with yourself is a key point and we've mentioned this later on and you brought it up last series the idea of humility and that comes together with honesty being authentic we have to be real that we are generally selfish. That's our, like, leading natural born as a baby. You're grabbing, like, I can't even close my hand properly because I had an accident. So this hand, you're born more selfish, yeah? Funny enough, my right hand won't do that, won't grip, because it's not taking fully. My left hand's taking, yeah? So the idea is that you, you're you taking for yourself when you're born as a baby. It's about you. And when you at the end of life you pass away your hands open yeah you can't grip anymore you're not grabbing you're not wanting taking you've realized the truth that it, it was never in your hands anyway everything was out of your control everything was beyond yourself so once you've got that clear then you don't real. you don't need to take as much but the the there's a word for it I'm looking and I'm just stumbling to find that word but the default there we go the default option of humanity is to be selfish and we all have that so if that is where we're holding at this point like of of this course like because we want this course to be relevant for for all kinds of people we want it to be relevant for you now and for the future develop version of yourself and also to remember this is something I'll, I'll point out very spiritual leaders of ours they sometimes forget where the common folk are yeah or very big level business people or very big level media people if you look how you go sometimes you watch stuff online and you're like this guy's in another world or this girl's in another world this person has so much wealth or has so much wisdom they're not communicating to the everyday punter as we say in England yeah punter means like you know the common folk the normal people whatever that means nowadays is a little bit you know to be discussed normal but I think normal is an actual achievement for our generation just as a side point just to be a normal person is actually a very big success whatever that means once again but that's a side point the focus here is to not be selfish obviously as you're saying to be proactive would help how am I going to be proactive to be aware of the other people around me to have a larger view of life that's going to influence my choice right now so let's get practical I'll give you some some personal stories have happened thank God it's been a busy few months so let's say the holiday time yeah sitting at the table with a family (laughs) that's the hardest most challenging moment in my in my day honestly especially during holiday time you know I've had a very spiritual prayer service I've been spiritually socially very uplifted and then I'm sitting with the family and they're not where I'm at and the kids are fighting and the kids are in a whole different level of space and there's a little bit of a war going on at the house now and suddenly I'm taken out of that high spiritual uplifted state of mind like say I am I was just doing something very uplifting like you imagine like a spiritual uh, guy on a mountain or something and I was in that state and now I'm in a, a crazy bar of a bar fight but really it's not a bunch of crazy guys in a bar, it's my own children, yeah? so and now they know how to trigger and touch all the points to me to react, to be triggered to, to no longer think in that spiritual soulful united soul level and I come back to reality, I'm hungry so I've got to take care of the body, I'm eating, I've got to drink I've got to take care of the body, it's about me right now, I want to share that pleasure experience with my family because I'm eating and I want to share that hopefully on a more elevated level we will discuss about stuff that's meaningful that's educational we have a certain plan for the meal that certain things we might want to give over like the idea of family first in Stephen Covey's book he talks about the importance of having a family mission statement family goals and the idea of having family meetings you know, I was talking to my rapper friend the other day, and he was saying how he has weekly family meetings. Respect him, you know. As much as he's a rapper, but he's also a family-first kind of guy. And even at the video shoot the other day, he brought his family with. So he brings them with the business, you know. If you can do that, sometimes that's fun as well. But now you're not in that situation. You're in a time of battle, literally. You're being triggered. So in your inner worlds, you want to react, and somehow the kids know better and the worst part of it is if you're married at that time not only are triggering you but your reaction will trigger your spouse even more if they're being triggered by the kids but they're gonna it's and it's an escalation moment to really ruin that whole special time and I've had these kind of moments during this last month or so with the festive feast, and the being a proactive is now like being tested to its limit because I want to react I want to control I want to control those people in my space to not trigger me I want to control them either to be removed or I want them to stop what they're doing or I want the spouse whoever the other person is to resolve the trigger triggering that's going on or I want it to just disappear miraculously like in fancy world I wish I'm in a fancy world, or I want to escape, just go on my phone and pretend it's not happening when I'm already really deep down triggered. There's so many things that you could do in that kind of family situation and dynamics that could really avoid everything we're just trying to do in this course and undo a lot of the development that you're trying to, trying to fill. Because remember, you also have a emotional bank account with yourself, not just with your family because you're always investing in your family emotionally, you give them a bit of money to help them with something, you give them a bit of love, you give them a smile, you give them a kind word, these are all positive emotional investments in your family, these are things you have to do daily, all the time, especially in business as well, you know, I'll talk about (laughs) the business stuff in a minute, but let's first start off with your family, they're the ones who have a lot of the keys to trigger you, more than anyone, now what happens if you don't have a family, Let's now you're sitting at home, it's a festival time by yourself I believe once again we're all souls so we're all connected whether you're sitting with people physically but there's always souls present and people are gonna be able to trigger you especially nowadays it's not like back in the day when you're by yourself you're by yourself but now even last night with Facebook and Instagram and uh, the other one whatever it was um, what's up even more going offline Thank God I was on Facetime, <laughs> or was in the uh, the Jeff Pulver uh, uh, Monday Night Special, which is someone call it out. What's the Monday Night Special? Can't hear you. Ask the Oracles. Ask the Oracles. Ask the Oracles. I was over there in the Oracle World, and it was very it, I lo- it was such good entertainment. Honestly, I love it. But anyway, and the, and the compassion as well, the caring towards the people that come on as well. And the advice, amazing. Good job, Lauren and Jeff and everyone. Monty and the and all of the people there but the point is that if you're not able to escape on some level when you're by yourself into all these other things even if you are somehow the triggers will be there because we're not here to just be at a static level this is what I'm trying to get at that we're meant to go through the struggle we're meant to be constantly challenged this is not something Uh, in a set on a left foot something that you shouldn't go through in life and it's something that you're like a victim to your life, to your family, to your realities. We get into business for example all the new corona rules in Israel they've just got rid of the green passport you have to reapply so you have to do the third dose, you have this constant pressure to be versatile, be emotionally intelligent, to come up with a new game plan in business, all the technological developments, what happened last night online, so how everyone switched to Twitter Twitter and LinkedIn and all the other platforms. It was funny to watch, and I, I also joined some of that. But the point was that instead of being reactive, we have to realize that we have the ability, through choice, to take those situations and realize this is now an opportunity again and again in life. And it's not something, hopefully, to tire us out, even though it is very tiring, honestly, I'm being honest here. Um, Once again, I'm ideal, what Jonathan said, I'm totally for the we, I'm this very open spiritual person. But as thought leaders say that we're going to do what suits us generally, what's best for myself, even in the most philanthropic, whatever the word is, someone help me here, the kind business people that are out there, that are doing amazing projects to feed million, and million people and all these amazing stuff. When it comes down to it, they like the honor. There's a certain aspect of self there that's driving everything that they're doing. It's a good business move, say, for Tony Robbins, you know, to feed millions of people. You know, it puts him on a different level. You know, there's all kinds of agendas and realities of we're human beings. We can't avoid the self and the need to have honor and the need to feed our body and the need to have you know our desires filled and our hopefully not but we have jealousies as well we want to live up to other people what other people want from us to develop such a pure way of viewing life where you're not affected by those three aspects of honor seeking and desire seeking and you know desiring other people's approval or living like them or wanting what they have to be able to let go of all those things it's a high level so we have to once again be real, that being proactive will sometimes have a mix of all kinds of things going on it will have a mix, it will be a complicated mix of all kinds of agendas and realities but it's still a step forward because I chose, that's the point that we can all achieve, we all can achieve the power of choice And even if it comes, this is a very encouraging point, even if it comes a little delayed, very remind this to yourself, this is one of the weapons of our ego, of our negative side. It says, oh, look, you blew it. You blew it. You got angry. You reacted at the table. You threw the stuff in the business. You blew the relationship. You said the wrong words. They they were triggered and you blew that business deal. Or you blue, blue, blue. Everything's broken. Everything's failed. The way they talk about economy and your your you know the, your ability to succeed in life, or your, someone co- that actually calls you a loser. Sometimes I have that challenge with my children. One of them's acting that way. He's living in that lifestyle. And one of my challenges is not to call him a loser. Um, when I do, my wife, shh, forget about it, because she knows I'm doing the wrong thing. I've just labelled him a loser and he's angering me because now I'm sort of justifying his lifestyle by sort of giving it a name and a status that's negative and I myself feel better on one level because I've released some of that anger towards him but on a true level I feel more like a loser than what I called him but this is the point now you catch yourself when you're doing that kind of stuff because you're a human being and you're realistic and you say you know what I'm gonna be proactive now how do I deal with the fact that I failed initially seemingly I didn't fail actually I'm struggling I'm now gonna get hold of myself now and choose the right thing this is the point it's a very key tool to being proactive in life that I have the ability at any point of life to choose for example people in addiction addicts, whoever here you have you know people who've gone through trauma, Jonathan or Lauren, people who are in extreme more situations one of the tools they have to learn is it's not all or nothing they have to start making little steps a little choice towards accepting the higher power to help them achieve more in life, a little bit of humility again, a little bit of honesty to just open up a door a little bit, it doesn't need to be the full healing the full uh, recovery process it's about baby steps It's about getting that moment that you suddenly are aware enough and humble enough or honest enough or real enough to catch yourself and to do the right thing and this this is something which we can all do right now every single one of us has the power to capture what the moment to capture what we're meant to be doing right now this is my purpose in this world and it doesn't depend on what happened even a minute before and it doesn't depend on what could be happening in a minute after it really is such a clear vision of life that can assist when you're in the clouded not clear aspects you could suddenly have a flash of clarity no I have the ability to choose I'm reminding myself That's why going over this again and again is so important, reminding myself the truth. that I have the ability this moment to be the master of my destiny on a certain level, to be the master of how I react to all these triggers, to all these scenarios. In the business story, for example, a guy sitting next to me being very negative about the workplace. Now, I have my issues with the workplace, but I don't need to hear it so much. So I ask him, please, can you stop? Now, he then reacts. I don't have to be reactive back to him. I can now just say, okay, this, I've said what I need to say. I don't want the continuous negativity. That's it. Okay, Zell, I've finished. That's it. I've said what I have to say. Can't always be that they receive it exactly, but you've made the point without always needing approval. Once again, you've made your point, and this can happen in business again and again. You're going to make boundaries. We're going to talk about this hopefully again and again in the next episode the idea when you're making goals that come together with boundaries but the idea that being proactive is a kind attribute it's an attribute which is very godly it's an attribute that makes us become more godly more spiritual more soulful however you want to call it more in tune with the universal forces more in one with the flow because it's giving us ability to attune ourselves to align ourselves To reality. Now, does anyone have a comment on these points or questions? Because Jonathan took us to a very high place. I wanted to bring it down to a very real place.
2: I think that that's the hardest part, though, is the reactiveness. Because when you're reactive, it's not always with pre—it's not with thought. It's just with that gut kind of like, "Oh my God, you're making me mad," or "I can't believe you just said that." And and what you just said about that we all have the ability to stop it in its track and just sort of regroup for a second and rethink our reaction or change our reaction with that moment of thought is very powerful because look, sometimes the first thing you feel is anger and you really have to like, can't necessarily just blurt it all out, but if you do, you can also then regroup yourself and try to go forward in a more proactive, positive way, where you're trying to get your thoughts across. And the other thing that you said that's very powerful is, um, you know, it's not always our ability, it's not always our job to make someone hear it, and it's not that they shouldn't understand, but the way we say what we, the way we present ourselves, sometimes it doesn't come across to someone else, they don't get it, but they will. or Maybe we could try again, but it's that's on them too. They need to be open to hearing what's being said, and that's a tricky kind of piece because you, you know, you sort of want to like make sure that they get it and they take it and move on and take it into their life. But that takes time and it takes repetition, and it's um it's not so easy. But it's planting all of those seeds and making sure that each time that you react each time that you're in a situation, instead of reacting, you sort of, you take a deep breath, and you know that even if you're being triggered, you can have the outcome you really want. You just need, sometimes it's just slowing it down.
0: Amazing. I I agree with everything you're saying, and I I want to take it to that one point that you mentioned that really helps is the long-term game, and we've talked about that here in the previous Series and what we we'll add in here, the deep, the depth of it is, it's almost I I, it's hard to explain it in words, but if you've ever had any drug experience or uh, you know, I'm not I'm recommending anyone to do that, but if you go to say someone like Tim Ferriss, um, and he talks about. You know, psychedelic experiences, not that I've done psychedelic, but I've done certain types of grass or weed that took me onto certain psychedelic levels because it was laced with psychedelic uh, elements, you know, because it was from Amsterdam, Purple Haze, things like that. And what it does just gives you a little insight to something which you can actually develop without those drugs, obviously. That the goal is to be able to do it drug three. That it just gives you an insight on a very, very, uh, in my opinion, in a very, uh, heavy physical way less pure light spiritual mental way it gives you an insight when you do those drugs that, that there's, time is, is malleable, time is flexible there's much more ability to enter the realm of time with a mental awareness that can change the whole flow and experience and it helped me back in the day when I was experimenting as a teenager to open myself up that there is a light around people that people are soulful that people are surrounded by light and have ability to bring light to their to the room and to the to the experience to bring more light I would explain in practical terms in terms of love and clarity and warmth and connection that people can connect beyond just the physical hard matter there's actually A light connecting us right now. Internet's connecting us, so there's no reason if we believe and see and experience internet joining us together online through Zoom, all the more so that we should be able to believe and understand that there's. And it's amazing how much the world ignores this side of ourselves. And when I say the world, I say the majority of the Western, you know, mindset of the world. We sort of discount we we. We only look at life with the left side of the brain, not the right side. We're not able to allow ourselves to imagine or experience even that there's a soul connection going on as you're in the presence of another human being. And then once you're experiencing life a little bit more of a daily level of soul connection, it just impacts a little bit more that you're not held back by by your initial physical gut reaction as Lauren wisely pointed out that the gut reaction remember in business having a gut feeling is actually a very powerful tool and we'll talk about that we did talk about it last time and there's an intuition a very deep understanding but it shouldn't get confused that more spiritual subtle level of understanding of the soul of influencing us to make good decisions it shouldn't get confused with that gut feeling of Very physical, selfish need for what I want, and nothing else is going to get in my way, like a sociopath or some sort of sick kind of mental person. Unfortunately, the online dating world, for example, is filled with that mindset, unfortunately, and it's created a massive damage in the world. You know, Jordan Peterson was talking about it the other day, and it's something that needs to be. You know, dealt with for each person themselves. I know, as a married man, it's a challenge, always. Like, it doesn't make a difference online offline who it is. Just having a, a a soulmate, a spouse, you have to work on yourself to tune into the soul connection a little bit more than the physical connection, and it's it's a very subtle change, and it 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 can create a whole different experience on the. Marriage level of relationship development it can create a whole different experience of how you connect with human beings in general because you have a much more subtle, gentle way of communicating and processing things, and the world out there is very in your face, you know as they say f you money, give me what I want yeah and it 's even looked up to uh, even me, I look up to a little bit, like say Joe Rogan. He's got loads of Fu money. Yeah, he sits there and saying Fu all day to everyone. Yeah, or some of these famous, you know, singers Fu all day, and you, you see it and you think, wow, that's cool. I wouldn't mind a bit of that. Yeah, a bit of that Fu money. Yeah, but remember, and he, you know, it's something I'd like to talk to Joe one day if I ever had that opportunity, just to give him a little bit more of an insight that he himself, even as an influencer and every human being, has so much soul to them as well. They don't have to be so vulgar, they have to be so physical about how they communicate what they care about. There's a a gentle soul, there's a soul that wants to give and care and is kind and it's very much what Jonathan was implying before because it's aware that we are together, that there's a we. We can't just, we can't just get our agenda matched. We have to realize that we're put in this world with other people, other souls, for the sake of us to go out of our selfish needs to become a more giving, proactive, kind being. And it has to impact, as we we're saying, and I, I was a little bit vague before, but there are practical ways of understanding the time aspect. It's not just a psychedelic experience, it's an understanding. For example, Mel Robbins, not to be confused with Tony Robbins. Mel Robbins has the the she actually has a new one, the high-five one, but the idea is counting to five. Yeah, I think that's a brilliant idea. That's just a similar kind of concept we were mentioning before. But before you do something, count to five and reset your mind. Yeah, she says a new one now. Stand in the mirror and give yourself a high-five. That's the new whole new book she's put out. Sounds a bit silly, but she's managed to get it onto all the well-known podcasts the last few week, few weeks. And you're giving yourself a high five yeah. the idea is you're giving yourself ability to reset your mind to not be enslaved to your drives, to not be enslaved to your needs you are not a slave to your negative self you are a free soul you are a being that can impact your instinctual default position as a baby, as a human being, more animal side of taking you can start to impact that side of yourself with the goal and not wait till you're passed away already and then you don't need any of this you can do it now you could do it right now at this time of your life even a teenager on some level as imaginative as that sounds or miraculous even as that sounds a teenager can think beyond themselves yes it's possible as a teenager I do believe I had my good moments. As a teenager, I believe every teenager has their good moments. And even as a parent, it's frustrating when you're in the presence of a teenager, which, Jonathan, I know where your kids are at, but I'm sure they're entering that stage soon. Yeah, Teenagers, almost? Yeah, so... Um, Ten. Ten. Well, I make a blessing that I'm not a teenager every day. It's actually a blessing. I want to actually put it in the in the prayer book as a black, you say all these things, I'm not this, I'm not that. I'm not a teenager. <laughs> because it's such a hard time period if you go back to those days and nowadays I would say 910 year old probably is a teenager also. I would heather to guess or based on statistics if someone would go into where a, a girl now gets their their menstrual cycle much earlier now I've heard and statistically and boys are much more sexually aware than they would have you know I don't know how they measure these things but the point is that it is a much more of a teenage awareness from a much younger age so you might be dealing with it right now even, even with a 10 year old on some level they're also exposed to stuff that none of the generations before were like on a daily level um, so they're gonna have an awareness and an overexposure to to different concepts that usually you would go through in a stage-by-stage process they just go online and see stuff that you wouldn't have only seen or I wouldn't have only seen back in my day when I was 16, 17, 18 they're already like there at, once again unfortunately 9, 10, 11, 12 very young age maybe even younger I don't know I hope there's some sort of protection there but it's something that's even if they're not on their own devices it's just in the air it's everywhere yeah so there's a certain uh, mind-blowing experience of growing up in this generation is the way we call it, it's like a muddle, a flood, a deluge of information, a deluge of exposure to all kinds of stuff so now, you're dealing with a human being who wants to be more soulful and you want your family to be more soul-inspired more proactive, more caring, more kind, less reactive as we said before in the definitions Taking ownership of yourself, not blaming anyone. Yeah, using experience as an opportunity to learn and grow. Yeah, and to realize proactive is surrounding ourselves with healthy people. It's another definition: accepting those who are challenging, but distancing from toxic people. That's another point. Yeah, and to tap into that soul level. That's how I ended up when I talked it out. With my soulmate. These were the points we came out of being proactive. So we have to realize we have a lot of tools in our bag. We have an awareness, yeah, to just sum up what we've said so far. An awareness that we have choice, that we don't have a limit when to choose. Any second of life you can now catch yourself. It's a momentary opportunity in life to choose the best option. It's a very empowering thing. The people who get into this, Pattern of choosing again and again and again and realizing the power of choice They get energized They're living life to the full every moment you wake up in the morning power to choose life you go through the day power to choose How I experience this moment how I eat how I sleep how I talk how I connect you start to realize these are choices Not just habits. That's why I would even take the habits and take it to a high level You don't want to just get yourself into a habit habitual life you want to get to the habit of choosing life choosing the moment that's being proactive choosing the, to exist choosing to be the best you choosing to be responsible for you choosing to realize that you have an endless energy source called the soul that you don't have to give in to those feelings my wife is telling me the other day stop giving into your feelings and she's right you usually think it'd be the other way around no I was giving into my feelings honestly as as much as I have the awareness I was having low moments and I don't have to do that and I don't have to blame it on anybody else or anything else to do that that's the amazing thing It's very freeing if you think about it you don't have to blame anyone or anything to have a negative mindset or to be in a downer it's up to you to choose what to do with it happiness is really a choice that's a very important quote Happiness is a choice. It's not something which is to be pursued like uh, through physical things like money and honor and all this stuff. It's a choice in the moment. People make this mistake, they think, if I only have this. You know, my family, they were on the red carpet the other day. Yeah, for James Bond premiere. Because they they did all the merchandise for 007 and it's a big deal, big big business. And you know, I'm sitting here in Jerusalem. You know, I'm not rolling in the dough. And thank God I'm going to be doing some tours coming up. And I could have been part of this family business. Still in the back of my mind. I watched them all on the red carpet. I was in Yom Tov, you know, it's a spiritual time, dancing with the Torah. They were dancing with Daniel Craig on the red carpet. Okay, so we're in two different realities. I could have been in that reality. It was very close to me at one point. It was a path that I chose not. And people think the red carpet's where it's at. But you look at their, some of the celebrities' faces, it's about choosing happiness. And I almost can guarantee a lot of them are not. I, I'll judge them favorably, but let's just take one of the women that stood out. She looked gorgeous, dressed up, perf- she looked pissed off, if you ask my opinion. And sorry to judge her not favorably in that moment, but I just want to get to the point. Because she had a moment where she felt that someone wasn't honoring her enough. The other person looked nicer than her. She's doing all that stuff that's being reactive instead of, once again, choosing to be happy in the moment. So, none of the, the glam and the flame and the money and the glitz, it didn't help because she didn't get her mindset. She didn't train herself on the inner level, on the soul level, to think about life on a true level, to be able to be at that moment attuned to what really matters and you get into a habit of choosing and it affects your happiness now I'm not always there once again I have to be honest and I'm part of the common folk I'm no better than anyone else I'm still in the midst of that battlefield but at least I have an awareness that the inner reality and the soul reality is where my source of happiness is going to come from and therefore I'm going to invest more time to become better at that level of myself and not just constantly seek out of myself to find wealth, glamour and all this other stuff. So I'm going to shift my effective time schedule, my management of my le- my schedule, my life to give myself time to train myself to catch happiness, to be able to tune in to the moment, to tune in to the good in front of me, to tune in to the good of my kids and the family experience, to tune in to the good of my business partner or my business opportunities, to tune in to the moment, the opportunity I have called life. To tune into life and not to tune into some fantasy life or to tune into someone else's life or to tune into some false perception of reality or some drugs induced reality. I'm choosing pure life. It's a, it's a free deal. The only thing it costs is time and it's my choice to live it. And it's a beautiful it's a beautiful reframe of how to live now is that once again anyone got anything to say before we end off today's session
1: um I heard you know I heard two different conversations I heard the selfish the selfish the selfish conversation within yourself right the inner peace and you know what popped into my mind is we don't ever ask ourselves for a refund, right? If we think something negative or something like that, right? True. But when you can be selfish with your peace, with your, you know, choice of choosing happiness, then the outside world changes. And so there's this conversation of the selfish inner awareness. And then there's the outward conversation of how the world operates. And I think they are, Two totally different you know conversations and to master the outer world you have to master the inner
0: world yeah and it's that's good, that's gonna be actually the whole course so you've really you really got it last time obviously in in series one and in series two we're gonna try its its trying to we don't want a bit too complicated because if we get too complicated we'll lose the thread ourselves But it's trying to live with many levels of mindset. The point is that people have lost the art of nuanced thinking. And there's nothing wrong with recapturing it. And there's nothing wrong with recapturing nuanced conversations. And there's nothing wrong with capturing nuanced ways we function as a human being. The way we think, the way we speak, the way we function. These are aspects of humanity, the thinking process, speaking. But it has to have nuance. And there's different levels of how you do it and to understand also, in the analyzation of life, there's going to be lots of different in aspects. There's the inner aspects, there's the outer aspect, there's the pri- private victories, there's the public victories, there's being independent, there's being interdependent, there's being dependent, which is bad, there's being not victorious in your inner accomplishments, where you're focusing all the time on your inner failures or even your outer failures the point is it's. it's there's a lot of it's quite it's quite in a way this is one of the with beautiful things that mankind's done sorry that was not correct language womankind humankind that what we've done is we've created a multi-layer reality which we call when we understand it when you go on a phone just, I don't know if you remember that first time you ever picked up, I remember it, a smartphone or iPhone, and you open it up, and you're used to how it was on a desktop, and a desktop even started with Microsoft's Windows, started getting a little bit complicated, where you have many, many level windows, but suddenly on a phone, you've got these apps, and they all sort of open up, like, like this whole realm of world inside this phone, but but it's only a, two-dimensional objects. How is there this, this whole three-dimensional world inside this phone? And I can open up all these different windows and slide and move and this and that, open and move, shift to that one, shift to that one and they're all contained within one thing. You know, that was like mind-blowing for me the first time. Now we take it for granted, we just do it, yeah? But the first time you're picking up a phone, try to remember that moment, you're like, wow, what is this? Well, I can move around these these apps and have them all on at the same time and even within each one there's all these tabs and and it, it's just so so many layers so we, what we have to do is remember on our inner level on our human mental level these are all just external portrayals of something very deep within humanity if it's been created outside of us it means it exists within people don't get this but it's a little bit of a deep mystical concept and I need personally one day to really speak it out with some big giant mystical giants. But it's very clear to me that a lot of our geniuses of our generation who've created all these wonderful technological advancements, they've understood something which, once again, the common folk have not allowed themselves enough to explore. And it, once again, it's choice we have to give ourselves the choice to explore the the multi-layer factors of life the life is not just two-dimensional life is not just what you see is what you get we have to penetrate life a bit more penetrate the depth of life experience the layers that's going on with every child example this is practical we'll go through a practical examples of what I'm getting at now and this will help us be more proactive every child has many layers why they're doing what they're doing. It's not just that simple trigger. My wife always says to me think deeper why they're doing what they're doing. She says to me catch yourself before you react to the kid. Why are they do- What do they want? They want attention, they're hurting somewhere, something happened to them that day, there's history on this point, they're jealous of another sibling. There's so many layers to that child and what's going on. And to actually enjoy and embrace that that would be the next step rather than saying well I need to understand it all and get all heavy about it and psychological and try and heal them and be a therapist and totally take on all these roles you don't need to be just enjoy this multi-layer experience enjoy it we enjoy it on our phone yeah we're all addicted so enjoy it with the people around us and trust me they're much better than the phones even though we might unfortunately got into a habit not living that way but realize our kids are so motivated. I catch myself sometimes and I'm so enthralled with what's going on on my phone and my business things like you know I've got a tour coming up in two weeks and I've got to build this tour and it's to Miami to New York and hopefully I'll see the Zula people and I, you know there's so much going on in this tour with all the thousands of people involved and then I've got another tour potentially with this in black another tour with this rapper You know, so involved, and there's so many layers, multi-layers, and I'm so, like, caught up and involved. I'm sure whatever it is that you're busy with the Pulver EDU and all your Pulver projects, you're so enthralled of it. And then comes a person, and you just look at them as like this, like, almost like a t-shirt, you know, pulver. They're just a t-shirt of an image, and they're saying something very simple, and you just try and interact with them on that simple level. You miss the points, and then you get irritated, get out of my way, you're in my way to get back to what I'm enthralled with. But that's not real life. That's us being pulled into these geniuses online, these phone high-tech geniuses who pulled us into their world because they want us to be fully engaged in what they want us to be fully engaged with. We have to take that ability to be choose that moment, that experience, and be enthralled with the people in front of us to be enthralled with the opportunities in front of us, to live those experiences as deeply and as profoundly, and to appreciate that there's so much to those people we're talking to. There's so many layers to that child. There's so much they're teaching you. There's so much you can learn from them. They're accomplishing. They're making choices. There's much more to them than we can just sum up in a short conversation. And it's the same with our spouses or our close relationships. the shame of our business people. There's so much now you say isn't that a bit of an overload but that's underestimating our ability to process life on a much deeper profound level don't underestimate our ability with humankind we're so deep I mean, if we have a soul it's, it's eternally deep yeah? the profoundity of life, the profoundity of each soul we're dealing with with each interaction, with each moment and that can give us an excitement, a spice for life because there's so much going on and it doesn't depend on what some social media person or some thought leader decides is what life's important about life. Yeah, It doesn't depend on other people's opinions of what's important about life. You are experiencing life. You don't need someone else's validation. Now here and there, you're going to need validation. Because <laughs> you're a human being again. And you're complicated also, and you're also going to need validation. And that's not being reactive. It's okay. It's being... You're you're proactively seeking out validation, which is allowed, because you're human. You're being honest, being real. Like I hope this session was helpful. That's me proactively seeking out validation. Yeah? That's fine. But the point it's a very deep session. But as you can see, being proactive shouldn't just be some catchphrase, you throw it out there at a meeting. Oh, he's a cool guy, he knows what proactive. You know, makes me suddenly think of say a guy Russell Brand, like throwing out these statements and you know, oh he's a funny man, you know, I want to watch him for the next half an hour, yeah, but that's not really the point, the point is that life is much deeper than that, than just a catchphrase or a good a good concept, we have to allow ourselves to open ourselves to the profundity and the, the, the multi-layer of life and to realize why is it that way because Hashem or God or the universal force or how we want to describe it wants us to experience life in a pleasurable happy way that is one of the most important things if, before we started this call Lauren asked me did I enjoy the time I was just in before the, the Jewish holidays the real most important goal of all those holidays just to come to one thing is to realize that you can choose happiness and to choose it On a proactive level, it's really it's it's funny you'd say. Well, all those prayer services and all that all that stuff we did for hours and buying this and buying that and going there and going here and with the kids and all all the different things you do. Yeah, it was just to get to that inner reality that I'm going to choose happiness in life. I'm going to choose wisdom and to choose real values that make a difference. Real soulful choices that make fulfillment and bring out the best of myself that is really what it comes in the inner inner essence of the whole time period and it's it's interesting that it's such a profound point and yet it's such a daily battle it's such a daily reality it's not something that's just saved for those spiritual moments as soon as you get off this call, even during this call, but as soon as you get off this call you're going to be dealing with this in the next moment, the next moment, the next moment, it's a momentary mind check uh, re-evaluation of what you're doing with your life and it's something which is a tool that's helpful because you have to be aware there's a choice you can't just think no there's no choice just gonna do what I feel like those people are once again we mentioned we threw it in there we didn't go into it maybe we will another time but those people are toxic (laughs) and we have to protect ourselves from them those people that don't give up and they just go do what they want all the time it's a it's a so sociopathic illness it's not something you want to hang out with and do business with and have a relationship with and that's part of choice you have to choose now how to deal with those kind of people and if you have them in your close circles you have to figure out how to put the boundaries around them and that's something we will talk about again but the point is that this is all choice based stuff that will really help us to have a more proactive life, and it will save us from the blame game. This is what we spoke about more last time, and it will save us uh, a lot of a lot of uh, pain and suffering that is needless. That's where Robin Tony Tony Robbins said that really one of the goals of life, and he's probably right, is seeking out a pleasurable life. Yeah, but once again, you know what he means pleasure, what I mean pleasure. That can be discussed, but it means once again fulfillment. You don't need to have more pain. You don't have to have pain to enjoy life. Even your pain, on some level, is a choice. To realise that that that's how profound it is. There are people. Example: Viktor Frankl wrote *The Meaning of Life*. He was in the Holocaust, and that's his reaction was proactive. He wrote. He was like one of the godfathers of the whole proactive mind, mental movement of being proactive, it all comes a lot from his books, his his writings so you go to Viktor Frankl and you realize that in such a painful place he found freedom, he found choice he found a certain ability to surpass that pain uh, that moment and to choose a higher level of experience of life uh, even in the holocaust so if he can do it in 2021, we can do it. That's it. Thank you. That's
2: awesome. It's not just it. You're a great.
0: Thank you. Appreciate that. I I wish you all a beautiful next two weeks. Next time we meet, I will be in New York. If not sooner, that we actually meet in person, that will be a Monday. Um, I will be. Will I the be in 18th? New York? No, I'm going to be in Miami. Miami, excuse me. That morning, I'm going to be in Miami. I'm going to be in New York on the 19th. Um, the, 19th. the class is called for the 17th, which I'm going to be in. 17th, no, 18th. 18th is going to be Miami. Is, is a
2: Monday?
0: Yeah. So we're doing a Tuesday, aren't we? The 19th is
2: Ooh,
0: Tuesday. Tuesday. So let me work it out. 8:30 in the morning. I'm gonna be before traveling to Miami, so uh, so New York. So I'm gonna be in Miami uh, with a, and I, I might have to cut the core class short because I have to run out, make sure everyone's ready to leave um, on time to catch a plane. So uh, that's okay, my well, responsibility. If you
2: need to, if you need to push it a week or a day, you know we
0: can always work on that. Might be the week after. Might be preferable when I'm back in Israel. Okay. No, I'm not going to be in Israel, I'm going to be in London, arriving London on a Monday, so Tuesday. Could be the week after in London might be preferable, it will be uh, 1.30 lunch time there, so I could do it there, no problem. So it might be better to delay the class a week, just because I won't have the pressure of catching a flight. That's and it's not, fair. if it was just me, okay, I'd maneuver. And That's what's going to be in London, or it's just right. going to be me but that day i'm responsible for a whole team to get them on a plane to, from miami to new york so uh and a lot of books and other things yeah it's a so big opportunity it's so, a holy holy man i have where are you in miami miami I'm, I'm an hour from miami oh really i'm staying in miami i'm staying in um an area, I think it's called Hollywood. Let me just double check. I just want to double yeah. check this. Let me just do Recording this.
1: Recording stopped.
0: Okay, let me get this. Guy called Gadalia Fenster's hosting. I mentioned him. In. Anyway, we'll we'll get to that. Just getting the information done. Okay, where is the uh, address? Oh. Um. Okay, the address that I'm staying at is